This is episode 271 of the Wrestling Brethren podcast. I'm your host, Josh Wiener, along with Seth Zillman and Jared Albrey. And on this episode, we will be previewing and predicting the premium live event known as the 2022 Royal Rumble. Hey, OJ Will, get us started. What up? This is Josiah Williams, and you're listening to the Wrestling Brethren podcast, where wrestling and pop culture collide. Yeah. Yes, we are about to talk about a premium live event. And if you watch our friend Simon Miller over at What Culture, he gets electrocuted by lightning bolts anytime he says pay-per-view anymore to try to get him to stay in line and call it a premium live event. But anyway, we're here. Seth, Jarrett, fellas, how the hell are you? This is one of my favorite times of the year as a wrestling fan. Because I've always loved the Rumble uh, since I first started watching it you know, <laughs> years ago. And it, this is really when WWE really tries to put in their A-game to build up for our mania. You know, this is, we're going to go from Rumble season to Mania season. So this is definitely a time where if you're a casual fan or you only watch WWE from time to time, this is the time to start watching between Rumble and Mania. So I'm looking forward to it. I don't think I can ever get around to calling it a premium live event. It's half the syllables to say pay-per-view, so I'll probably kill, keep doing that. So don't shoot me with lightning bolts, please. A PLE. I don't, I don't, I don't take kindly to those. <laughs> uh, yeah, Seth's what? got the right idea. I was just going to say, we'll call them PLEs. The plus. Yeah. Oh, this is, yeah, like Seth said, this is my one of my favorite times of the year, too. It's getting into WrestleMania season, and this is when WWE starts pulling out all the stops, so it's it's fun to watch usually. So let's hope they don't disappoint us again. Still. <laughs> Ongoing, continuous, <laughs> chronically. I mean, <laughs> my bad. All right, well, there's no kickoff show announced or kickoff match announced yet. Surprise, surprise. They'll probably wait till Saturday morning. Uh, so if there is one announced in time to where we can get predictions collected, I will add that in. But we're going to start with what they have announced. And we've got a mixed tag match with Edge and Beth Phoenix taking on The Miz and Maurice. This is a match I actually thought would happen at Mania. Maybe they'll still do one because they'll make it some sort of uh, gimmick match or something like that. And I don't know if it's possible to measure the indifference I have towards this match. And I like both guys. I like edge and I'm one of the bigger Miz fans, but I think together in the same program, it just hasn't been appealing. That said, I think the best finish is for Beth to pin Maurice and the victory goes to the baby faces. Yeah, for me, I I don't think they're doing this to WrestleMania. I think this is the the, the quote unquote blow off. I'm going to go with uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix. They the creative for this kind of scared me going into this past Monday's Raw because I felt it was repetitive, and I felt they were going to be 
exactly repetitive because they had set it up where uh, Miz and Maurice got the upper hand. Then the following week, week they had their vow renewal, which Edge ruined with the um, brood bath. And then Miz and Maurice got one up on Edge and Beth Phoenix. And then they announced they were going to have Maurice's birthday celebration. And I'm like, if they do another brood bath and stay out of, you know, complete the lazy booking circle of life, I was going to be extremely pissed. But luckily they did not take that route and they just had Beth and Edge annihilate security. And um, so I, I too cannot see this going to WrestleMania. There's no, I mean, there's a, a February pay-per-view in Saudi. I don't, there's no way to get this to WrestleMania without losing complete interest. Booking 101 would say that it should be Miz and Maurice, but I don't see that happening because then that would mean that we would have to get another match and I don't see it happening. So Edge won the last one. I'm giving this to Edge and Beth Phoenix. Also completing the trifecta for this match. For the Raw women's title, Becky Lynch defends against, I'm not calling her by that name, Piper Niven. I'm assuming Dewdrop is back to being a babyface, I I guess. I mean, I I don't know because uh who, who she was even marie's gone they they turned her back baby face i'm not sure uh i'm also not familiar enough with her work to be as good of an opinion as i could be my my but my understanding is she was a baby face in xt uk right she was piper niven yes um but i think this is essentially just the the boss fight for the month for becky lynch and Dewdrop is good, you know, but which I've, I've liked what I've seen in the ring, but I think it's, they're, they're going with these, she's much bigger and stronger and all that. So to have Becky beat her would be more impressive. So I'm thinking Becky is going to win and then move on to the bigger challenge, which we'll get to a little bit later. Yeah. So Dewdrop, I mean, is she's got all the in-ring talent and not, certain she's ready from a promo perspective but even all that being said there is no way that Dewdrop is going to be in wrestlemania as a champion it's going to be becky lynch and they're going to set that up uh her opponent up in the rumble um so becky's definitely retaining here agreed because if they made the mistake they would have to say do better drop that title before wrestlemania oh gosh (laughs) Yeah. In a perfect world, this would be a, a NXT UK battle, like a twenty-minute classic. But I don't, I don't see that happening. Uh, I probably see Becky cheating to retain because that's been her modus operandi at the premium live events. So. Yeah. Yay. For the WWE title, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. 
This is one where we may disagree. I'm not really sure what direction they're truly going to go with Mania. I know the one that I would do, but I don't think that's what they're going to do. So what I think they're still going to run with Roman versus Brock. I don't know if they'll do it champion versus champion. That's what, that's what I would do, but I don't, I'm not sure they're going to do that. So I will have the switch or the turn happen at the Royal rumble and Heyman sides back with Roman screws over uh, Brock and Lashley becomes the champion. And then we'll probably defend that title later at, uh, at, at, at mania, but I'm actually going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say Lashley's is going to win the title. I, I agree. And I disagree. Um, I think that we need to get to Brock versus Roman at WrestleMania. I think that uh, it's not the time for Roman to start chasing. So I do agree that Bobby Lashley is going to win this match and we'll have a new champion. Brock Lesnar is going to lose the title. I do think that uh, the the turn though has to come during the the, the Brock and, and Roman match myself. So that's how Roman's going to retain at WrestleMania and go on to uh, face the rock later on. So uh, but back to this match, Bobby Lashley is your new WWE champion. And here I thought I was going to be the one with the unique perspective, but nope, I agree with the both of you. Bobby Lashley no. to win the title. <laughs> we we both thought we were, well, three of us thought we were going to be the odd one out. That's, that's kind of, <laughs> well, the news, the scuttlebutt and the rumor is the other title to flip, but none of us want that to happen. So yeah, mm. here we are. And speaking of that match, for the universal title, or as some people call it online, which always gets a kick out of me, the blue universal title, uh, mm-hmm. where the Usos are banned from ringside, Roman Reigns defends against Seth freaking Rollins. And I freaking hate that they freaking added freaking to his freaking name. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's better when he just did it himself. And one other thing I'll nag about here is they did that match with Kevin Owens and Seth against the Usos. And even though they had the match won, I know that the Usos are the tag champions and they might be worried about beating them. They meaning WWE creative. So I think that's why they booked the DQ finish, because that seems to be how they try to book finishes when either guy can't lose. They do a a screw job DQ. But given the stipulation of the match, Roman interfering and causing the DQ caused his guys to lose and thus be banned from ringside. Now, they may undo it again this week. I, I don't know, but... Uh, we're, we're recording this actually before the SmackDown, the go home SmackDown airs. So, but it's just, it's the more you think about it, the sillier the con- the idea gets that I, I'm going to run in and cause this DQ and lose the stipulation anyway. I just, I, I don't see any logic in that now because I don't think there's any harm in beating the tag team champions when the guy that pins him is the guy going for the world title at the next big show. I think that, uh, 
that's fine to do that because you have two guys who are both former universal champions in in a team that's a reputable team in anybody's book in my opinion but anyway as far as the match itself i think reigns will retain rollins i think was just the fill-in to uh take the place of drew mcintyre and they didn't have any other baby faces built so they actually had to take a heel from raw and have them act as the baby face in, in these matches match is going to be great we all know how great roman is we all know how great seth is so this is probably going to be the best match on the show uh, but i'm predicting roman reigns to win and probably uh pretty clean at least clean by heel standards as Jarrett would say, Seth, you're asking for logic from WWE creative. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot simpler for me, I think. I mean, I know that Roman and Seth have all the history on the planet, you know, coming up in the shield and all that. They have you know, when Seth cashed in his title, uh, cashed in the money in the bank to win the title, all that. And they were playing up how Roman's never beat Seth. So I think that's the trigger. I think this is the time that Roman does beat Seth. And we still need to get to Brock versus Roman at WrestleMania anyway. Um, so Roman Reigns is retaining the title here. This is real simple. Roman even told you himself in six short words. I'm in God mode now, son. Yeah. <laughs> Roman Reigns to retain. Okay. Now that we got the boring undercard out of the way, let's get to the fun stuff. We're going to be talking the Royal Rumble matches themselves, and we're going to change things up this year from years past. And instead of just outright declaring a winner and then going all, going all through the fun prop bet predictions, we're going to reverse it. We're going to do the prop bet predictions now and then finish with our ultimate winner. So, okay, that for- works. Your surprise entrance, and this is the category that will make or break you in the year of 2022, because Seth, I can tell you right now, Jarrett and I are swinging for the fences, and we're either going to be Nostradamus or crash and burn. So I don't know how many you have, but let's roll with them. Yeah. Let's start with your surprise entrance. For the men, one point for each correct one, but negative one point for each incorrect one, a.k.a. no show. Yeah, I I think I'm swinging as well. I, I think I know where you guys are going with your surprise entries. I don't think I have that one, but I think I, I'm at least going to be swinging for a double or so instead of a home run. One of these surprise entrants will be Veer Mahan who's they've been saying is on his way to raw for like the last three or four months. I don't know. I think he's, I made a meme that depicts him as riding a giant turtle and that's why it's taking him so long to travel to raw. So maybe he'll you know, arrive right to the ring and on his turtle and it'll take him like more than two minutes to get to the ring or something like that. But I think Veer's going to be in my bigger surprise. I think uh, because, just because he, he isn't, he isn't announced as of, this recording, I think Goldberg's going to be in the Rumble. I don't know how long he'll be in, but I think they're going to start building to a Goldberg Mania match since he seems to have a match every every Mania. So I only have two. There's others I could pick, but 
like you said, with the with the way the points are going, if I make a lot of predictions for this and I'm wrong, I lose points. Whereas if I go with some rather safe picks, I'm, I'm almost positive one one of those, at least one of those is going to be in. So it's points. So those are my two surprise entries, Vera Mahan and Goldberg. All right, Jarrett, roll out your touchdown, your, your seven men. <laughs> yeah well this is uh oh man this is this is babe ruth this is this is uh tom berenger in, in major league pointing out to the <laughs> to the stands um such a great scene <laughs> oh, Getting okay, buzz. Right? yeah so i'm gonna pick i mean there's lots of names um that are you know of active wrestlers and people returning that are, are not mentioned for the cards like there's a there's a plethora of people to pick from other people yes and i'm gonna go with the following so my santino morella ridge holland cesaro jinder mahal my boy ricochet and two big surprises number one shane mcmahon okay and number two brock lesnar okay you know one of these years, I need to go first. <laughs> I sound like an effing copycat, but be that as it may, for me, I've got a cornucopia of of out of left field picks, but I'm going with Pete Dunn. I too am going for Farmer Brock Lesnar because I think he's going to lose, be pissed, join the Rumble, win it. Oh, whoops! I jumped ahead of myself um anyway uh i'm gonna go for somebody who was in game changer wrestling last weekend and uh, he may not be in shape to last a long time but wwe might come a calling and they sort of have a working relationship with gcw so i'm going x Pac. oh okay you're really offensive yeah you're gonna say just jared you're swinging for the avenue outside Fenway. Like, holy <laughs> oh, I'm not done. <laughs> I'm selecting Gunta. Mm-hmm. I almost picked him too. I am also going with Shane McMahon. And my last surprise selection is Bad Bunny. Oh, dear. Okay. Well, one right there. <laughs> I'm I'm actually surprised you guys didn't take the pick I thought you were going to. I thought you guys were going to say Cody. Nah, because, n- no, nobody from AEW is coming. Yeah, because I mean, th- the only reason I was suspicious of that was because they've made it no secret that he's not under contract. So technically, he would not be violating any contracts if he made an appearance in WWE. So yeah, no, he's. I he's, just don't think he will. He's just you know? working. He's, I, he's a good worker. He's working the. He's working it. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Then we're all on the same page with that then. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, surprise entrant predictions for the women's rumble. This is another one. I think we're all going to pick the same surprise. Maybe not, but I have a lot more surprises for the women than the men, because I think there's a lot more surefire surprises because quite frankly, with all the women they fired over the last year, they have to keep reaching out to other companies to get, people involved or people from the past. Cause I remember watching on uh, SmackDown a couple 
weeks back and they were trying to say, or might have even been raw, but they're trying to say like, you know, the people that will make the prestigious list of being in the women's Royal rumble. And I'm like, you don't even have enough women on the raw. You could put every woman on your entire roster and you still wouldn't fill the slots on the rumble. So it's not exactly very prestigious, but to my picks, uh, Alundra blaze, you know, the, uh, or Medusa, I'm assuming they'll just call her Alundra blaze. Two that I think were in last year, I want to say, uh, Trish Stratus for the nostalgia pop. I think I think they'll get Tori Wilson as well. I don't think she'd say no if they asked her. The biggest surprises, I will have a returning, um, probably as a babyface, Bailey. And the big one, the one that I'm thinking we're all going to pick, Ronda Rousey. Nice, nice. All right. I've got a few different names on the list. Um, I'm going to go with... Oscar, mm-hmm. Lace Evans, Alexa Bliss, Kyrie Sane, Paige, Bailey, and Ronda Rousey. Damn you, Jarrett. <laughs> Screw this. 2023, I'm going first. <laughs> All right. I am going with Alexa Bliss, Trish Stratus, Bailey, Dakota Kai, Asuka, Raquel Gonzalez, and I thought I was going to be the only one, but apparently not, Paige. The only reason I didn't pick some of those others, like, uh, say, somebody like Alexa Bliss or somebody like that, is because they're still on the roster, so I figured they were going to be on there anyway. So I just figured they were probably going to be announced at some point. But as of this recording, none of the names we've said here are on the list. So Right. And I'm staying clear of Ronda Rousey because I, 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 don't, I don't want her in it. I don't want her to win. I, she doesn't need the Rumble to get to Becky. I'm fine with Becky Ronda one-on-one at Mania, but she does, I, I feel... It's a giant slap in the face to all the other women if they just bring Ronda in, she wins the whole thing, and bada boom, bada bing, mania. I, I'm mm-hmm. entirely against that. So, I will take I, I will take the L and not get a bonus point, but I'm staying away from her. Okay, so next topic or next whatever you want to call it, prop bet prediction. Your first two in each rumble match. So we'll again, go start with the men. So Seth, your first two, number one, number two entrance doesn't have to be in that order. They can be two and one. And, you know, as long as you have the first two listed, it's fine. There's a couple ways we used to call this because a lot of people remember the, I think it was the 89 rumble was the one where the first two picks were X and smash. And I think that's kind of, maybe what started the first, you know, who's going to be number one or two, because it tends to be somebody like that, or it's a, it, it, this number two is a big surprise. I'm kind of leaning more towards a demolition style thing. I'm thinking number one coming out will be Dominic Mysterio and number two is Ray. So they, so they have to start the father and son have to start the rumble by, by facing each other. And I'm not, I don't think they're going one's going to throw the other out at that point. I think, somebody else will come in. The number three will, will hit, but yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Dominic and Ray start the whole thing out. I like that. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. I didn't think of that either. I was, if I was going to do that, I was leaning more towards 
um, AJ and almost there, but they've kind of done their thing. Um, so from, I'm just going with two different kind of almost random folks. I'm going to go with uh, Austin Theory and AJ Styles. Yeah. I'm pretty much certain that mine is not going to happen, but I'm picking it because I want the one person to be out quickly, but probably won't be. But I'm picking Johnny Knoxville and Omos, just so Omos can beat the snot out of him and throw him over the top. But <laughs> yeah, it's probably not happening. Probably but, not happening. Like, like the visual. <laughs> um, you know Johnny's eliminating at least one person. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sami Zayn, sadly. All right, for the women, number one, number two. For the women, this may not happen, but I'll, I'll explain my logic in a little bit when we get down the road. Number one will be Shayna Baszler. I believe she's been announced for it. And then number two will be Carmella. And I think you know how that number one and two will will go. Probably not going to be very good for Carmella. For my first two, I I need to give Rhea Ripley some love. So I'm going to pick Rhea Ripley. And uh, she'll be up against a veteran. And I think Natalia is going to be in there with her. Yeah. I I consider those, those two as well. Now, I'd be okay if now they're not going to do a surprise at number two for this scenario, but I'd be okay with number one being Shayna Baszler and then number two being Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Put the best friends against each other. Um, yeah. But I'm going to go with half of what Jarrett said, and I'm picking Rhea Ripley. But number two is going to be, or, or, you know, one or two. But the other one is going to be Nikki A.S.H. Because I want Rhea to have two full minutes of whipping her ass and getting some retribution. No pun intended. Nice. Okay, your final four participants in each Rumble match, starting with the men. Okay, my final four. I will have... Probably who I think may come out at number 30, uh, Omos, I think Cesaro, and also Commander Aziz, who I guess could be considered a surprise entry, but I didn't necessarily declare him as one, being Big E. Because if there's one thing Vince likes, it's when if somebody's going to win, win the Rumble or win a big match and go on to face a main eventer, boy, gosh, they got to face Giants. You gotta have the throw the giants out of the ring. So Omas and Commander Aziz, they're giants. We know how strong Cesaro is. They, they could even do maybe some sort of test of strength where Cesaro is able to match strength with Big E. So you got these three big powerful heels and the one baby face. So I, I think I also gave away my winner there as well. But those are those are my final four there. For my final four, um. <laughs> It, it almost doesn't really matter because Brock Lesnar is going to murder, death, kill everybody. Um, but I did pick uh, almost Cesaro, Brock, and Kevin Owens. Okay, for my final four, I'm picking Randy Orton because he leads the pack in final five appearances. So it's a safe bet he might be in the final four. I'm picking Brock at the Lesnar. I'm picking Austin Theory. Because if they're going to go through with this whole Vinnie Mac push and he's not going to win, he should at least be in the final four. And I am also going with Kevin Owens. So, Seth, final four for the women. 
I'm probably going to be way off on some of these, but I think all of these would be logical. And yes, I know, logical with WWE. Uh, two heels and two baby faces. I will have... Actually, I think... No, actually, I think these are actually three baby faces here because I think Tamina's a baby face. But I, I think Tamina's coming in at number 30. I know that's not a slot we have for prediction. But, you know, again, the big, the, the biggest person coming in late is usually a trope that Vince likes to use. Charlotte Flair, because if she made that declaration that she wants to essentially pick her cha- pick her champion uh, defense or even try to hold both titles, be, be Charlotte two belts or whatever. You, I, I think they're going to need to follow up on that and give you the idea that, hey, wait a minute, she might actually win this. And she's going to have to make it to the final four in order for her to do that. I also think Mickey James is going to be in there. I think she's going to have a very good showing for the Rumble. I know, you know, she's the for impact and all that, but I mean, we all know how far down the totem pole in prominence that impact is. And I've liked impact a lot when I've, when I've been watching it, when I, when I do watch it, I like it and rounding out my final four would be Ronda Rousey. I'm going to give uh, Rhea Ripley a little more love. She's going to be in my final four, uh, just out of sheer fanboyism. Um, I also have Carmella, Charlotte Flair. And Rhonda. My final four are Natalia, Charlotte for the drama that Seth mentioned, Alexa Bliss, and Rhea Ripley. Next, longest lasting, aka Iron Man or Iron Woman. Seth. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, for longest for the men, that. Uh, there's a lot of guys on the roster that could do this. So there's actually several choices to pick from. I'm just going to pick my favorite. And I think AJ Styles is going to be the one that's going to have the most time in the ring this year. I'm going to go along with what Josh was hinting at. And uh, someone's due for, apparently due for a bit of a push. Um, So Austin Theory is going to be my Iron Man. And I'm going with Daniel Bryan. I mean... Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Okay, Seth, women. All right. Uh, longest uh, lasting in the ring for the women. Uh, this is where I'm going to show the love for Rhea Ripley that we've been showing before. Uh, I, I think she's going to last the longest because they're going to dangle that carrot of her being like the hardest hitter or the hardest worker or whatever. You know, the one with the, the biggest mountain to climb, so to speak. And I think she may have even lasted longest last year. I could be wrong about that. I'd have to, I'd have to look it up. But yeah, I, I'm thinking Rhea Ripley takes it for longest one in the ring, and they're going to continue her story with uh, Nikki Ash. Yeah, I, I just did the math. She's, she's in my first two, and she's in my final four. So continue the love for Rhea Ripley. And I apparently used the same math. So. I would have to go with Rhea Ripley as well. Otherwise, there's a break in the time-space continuum. (laughs) Okay, now the complete and polar opposite. The shortest lasting in each rumble, starting with the men, Seth. I think you all will know the spot or something like it that will happen when I say who it is. But I am thinking the shortest lasting one in the for the men for the Royal Rumble will be Sami Zayn. 
he's going to have the the comedy elimination, so to speak. He's probably going to do something with Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville's basically going to be the roadrunner for Sami Zayn, and Sami Zayn's going to be Wiley Coyote. I think they're going to continue with that program. So in in this case, Wiley Coyote's getting tossed out of the ring the quickest. And obviously, they can't do uh, a, a scene with the camera up from the roof showing Sami Zayn just falling out of the ring and, and smashing on the floor or something, but you know, they can certainly toss him or something. Uh, I think I unveiled my comedy pick when I did my surprises. Santina Morella walks in, Santina Morella gets tossed out. A little nostalgia kick. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be the bushwhacker type thing where he gets tossed out, but just kind of skips to the back. Ready. I still remember that. Uh, I guess it was probably 10 years ago or so, maybe more, but there was that one where Bradshaw was the one that, pretty much got tossed out like within a minute and he just kind of walked to the back and it's like, I could just imagine Bradshaw getting tossed out. And then as he's walking to the back, he's already got it in his head about how he was going to uh, invest his Royal rumble payment to, you know, into his stock options or whatever. Mm. I wanted to put Johnny Knoxville as my shortest lasting, but just like, I don't think he's going to be one or two. I don't think he's lasting the shortest. So I've changed my answer to Madcap Moss. Okay. And and one other thing about Sami Zayn and and Johnny Knoxville. If I were in Sami Zayn's position, it's easy for me to say, obviously, because I'm not a worker and I've never worked in the business. It's one of those things. Do you want to be like the work rate guy or the guy that has all these great matches uh, but isn't is only going to get so far on the card or do you have the feud with that celebrity that will get your name out there for you know MTV or TMZ or or whatever because uh, I think Sammy's one of those guys he could have stuff outside of wrestling doing screwball movies or or, or something like that so I'm thinking that's that type of thing where it could lead to other things outside of wrestling or outside of WWE that, that he could do you know, TV shows and such to kind of cross over into the mainstream to do these celebrity feuds. So if I were in his position, I'd probably be all gung ho to, to work with the jackass guy. Okay. Seth, your shortest lasting in the women's rumble. Shortest lasting in the women's. This goes back to my number one and two pick. I'm picking Carmella. I think it's basically going to be one of those things. She could even might even milk it, uh, milk it up by, putting that face mask on uh, it takes all the time to put on that mask. And then literally as soon as she steps through, through the ropes, Shane just tosses her. So that's what I think. If, they, if they're the number one and two, I think that's a perfect way for it to go where Shane just tosses Car- Carmella out like a bag of trash and just waits, waits for her next opponent. Don't let Mickey James hear you say bag of trash. <laughs> Well, if I could continue the the love for Rhea Ripley, I'm going to say Natalia. She's my my second or my one one of my first two entrants. Rhea just goes all Ripley on her and smashes her right away. My pick is someone that they really haven't done anything with, so I don't see much for her in the Rumble, and I'm picking Aaliyah. Most eliminations in the Royal Rumble. This is the last prop bet category. Seth, for the men. I get the feeling this is another one we're all going to have the same picks here. I think he's going to come out close to the end, if not number 30. 
there's still going to be a bunch of guys in the ring and he's just gonna uh, toss them out with ease just going flying everywhere like a bowling ball through bowling pins and I am picking the most eliminations to go to Omas or whoever you pronounce his name I'm going to use a different analogy and I'm going to think it's more like a farm boy chucking bales around I'm going to go with Mr. Brock Lesnar yeah I it depends on when he gets in there and it also depends on if he like steamrolls somebody to take their spot much like they've done in an elimination chamber before but uh the other interesting thing is if it is him would he break his own record from two years ago so that being said my pick is not brock i'm gonna agree with seth and i'm picking almost for the most eliminations it was gonna be keith lee but you know then things happened you know when when you mentioned farmer brock it just brought it back in my mind to a commercial he did i forget what it was for but it was farming i forget if it was a feed or if it was a tractor or something like that and it showed him working one of these giant tractors on his farm and for some reason my brain just wanted to play the steve regal real man's man theme while he's doing all this huge farming and planning and driving his tractors and all that they, they could make that Brock Lesnar's theme again. I don't think anybody would complain. Okay, most eliminations for the women, Seth. For, for the women, uh, this one's pretty simple because this is another tease for a Mania match. I am picking the most eliminations for the women being Bianca Belair, and that'll be the story they'll tell with her. On the women's side, I think we need to tease the bit about Charlotte winning and being dominant and picking her own challenger. So I'm going to go with Charlotte Flair for the most eliminations. See, this is why I'm going first next year. <laughs> I too am picking Charlotte because if she can't win, she's got to have something to brag about in her boasting promos. So yeah, Charlotte with the most eliminations and she'll probably eliminate all the hall of famers to boot. And then she'll probably eliminate Mickey James and then she can roast on impact. So yeah, Charlotte Flair. Yes. Now, for the main event of the main event, (laughs) the winner of each Royal Rumble, and we're going to start again with the men, and Seth, your winner. I strongly implied who my winner was going to be for my final four. I think it's going to be Big E. He's going to have three big, strong, powerful giants in the ring all, all teaming up on him three on one beat down and he's able to rally and he's going to toss out the really strong guy and then he's going to eliminate the two giants and just cause Vince McMahon to feel all tingly inside as he watches uh, so yeah I'm thinking Big E wins and we get our Big E Bobby Lashley rematch at Mania I don't think there's been any implying with my answers so far Mr. Lesnar is your rumble winner. And again, it's going to look like I'm copying, but I too am going with Brock Lesnar because he's going to lose the title to Bobby. He's going to be pissed off. He's going to enter the Royal Rumble in whatever fashion. He's going to steamroll. He's going to win. He's going to choose Roman. And that's how we get there. I, I, I wish 
Gorilla and Bobby were still around because you know how they would sell that. Bro- uh, Brock just powering his way in, into the Royal Rumble. Gorilla saying, I don't think he can do that. And Brain saying, well, you go tell him. <laughs> yeah. Winner of the women's Royal Rumble. I know we are going to strongly disagree here, Josh, but that's okay because I I understand where you're coming from. And I'm certainly not going to argue against anything you said. I just think if she's in it, she should win it. And I'm picking Ronda Rousey to win. Um, now, who knows? They might, if, they, if that happens, they could do it with Becky. They could have her go against Charlotte. I think either one of those would be good, good ideas. Uh, I know people will say, well, what about Bianca? She should be the one that gets the rematch. And you're not wrong. They could do it as a three-way possibly. But yeah, I'm thinking Ronda makes her big return, makes a big splash back in WWE, and wins the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I, Josh, I, I know you don't want this to happen, but I cannot give WWE enough credit to be smart and find a way to do it logically uh, to get Ronda to the to Mania otherwise. So, yeah, she's my winner, pal. Okay, I'm going to be the contrarian because... Uh, there's plenty of ways to get her to mania. All she's got to do is point at that stupid sign. She can show up Saturday. She doesn't have to be in the match. I don't want her in the match. As everybody (laughs) knows, I'm the big champion for all of women's wrestling on this show. And I think, you know, aside from releasing people, I think if you pull Rhonda and have her win, you're just insulting everybody, every other woman on your roster. I mean, she doesn't even have to be in, like I said, doesn't have to be in the match. She can show up, point at the sign. She could show up at the end of Becky and Dewdrop for all I care. That's fine. But I'm going, I'm going with the pick that I made a week ago before this Ronda rumors even started. And the whole thing with Ronda is WWE can want whatever they want to want. If Ronda doesn't say yes, or if she's not physically ready or doesn't even care anymore to come back, then it's not happening. So I'm going to hold on to my original pick and I'm going with the name that they recently trademarked of the goddess. And I'm picking Alexa bliss. Yep. And uh, two things. Right. I mean, they could do a a bit uh, on raw or SmackDown, depending on who you want to have the match be. And you could have whatever women's champion, just do one of their long promos about how I've beaten everybody and I'm still the champion and I've main evented mania. There's nobody else for me to beat. And then bad reputation uh, hits. Again, I agree. You you may be right. That, that might be all you need. I'm not against Uh, Becky and uh, Becky and Rhonda. I'm not against it. I want to see the one-on-one and your whole thing of adding Bianca to it. No, we already did that with Charlotte. If you're bringing Rhonda back and paying her, the money matches Becky and Rhonda one-on-one. So the, the, in the category of weird things that you hear with wrestling rumors, not only have I heard the whole Rhonda thing, but I've heard that her personal stylist and makeup artist has already been booked for Saturday and Monday. So Mm. do with that what you will, but I am not picking her. I'm hoping against hope that my original pick will nab me some points because this is the big one. This is 10 points for a correct prediction. Oh, okay. One other piece of news that broke uh, tonight, actually, I, I haven't watched this week's impact, but apparently 
Mickey James cut a promo on Impact and said that if she wins the Royal Rumble, she's actually not going to go after one of the women's titles. Uh, she will defend her knockouts title at WrestleMania if she wins, which I know is probably not happening. But I think it's kind of cool that they covered that base. They made the person from the other company want to defend that company's title rather than go after one of the WWE ones and imply that she doesn't care about her own company's title. So I think that was, that was a cool thing to do. I think you could probably file that under the category of never going to happen in a million years. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's going to happen, but you know, I mean, I think it's awesome. I think it's great. She's drumming, drumming up the drama and stuff, but I can't see Vince ever letting that happen at all. <laughs> no, could no, you, won't happen. could you imagine the winner of the 2022 Royal Rumble impact knockouts champion Mickey James will be facing her challenger Chelsea Green. Then somebody mm-hmm. who's not a hardcore fan but knows enough says, "Weren't they both released?" And you would just have to <laughs> sit there and go, "Yep." Don't they work for mm-hmm. Impact Wrestling? Yep. And they're now at WrestleMania? Uh-huh. Yeah, good luck explaining any of that. But as mentioned, we're not going to have to. And that's Royal Rumble 2022 happening this Saturday, not Sunday. So if you tune in Sunday, you're too late. Yep. And for those who are looking to start their weekend with some wrestling content, tomorrow, as we're recording this, which is Friday, the 28th, on Broken Skull Sessions on the WWE Network outside of the United States and Peacock inside the United States, the guest will be Becky Lynch. What time does that air, Josh? You know, I don't think they have a set time. I think last time I tried to get a jump start on it, like right around lunchtime, it became available to choose, but it'll probably be like on the splash page, like in the evening. Because it's not live, so they can run it whenever they want to run it. Well, yeah, it's just that I I can't watch on demand, so I would want to watch it live. I would I would have to look on the WWE website, but I would guess maybe seven or eight central. It's not like they're competing with well, they're SmackDown, so maybe it's nine central. But uh, that would uh, after SmackDown, yeah, yeah, I I would say maybe after SmackDown. Because uh, I know on Peacock they don't have the constant live stream that WWE network did in the States. So you you had, you had both. It was like the best of both worlds. You could watch live if you wanted, or you could watch archive stuff uh, uh, elsewhere on the site or app. So, but with with Peacock, it's like outside of the pay-per-views and maybe a couple other shows that they would have, or I'm sorry, not 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 pay per view, premium live event, PLE. Aside from the PLEs and the uh, whatever special programming, everything on on Peacock is just on demand. So yeah, that 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 is one thing they kind of lost. But most of the time when I watch stuff, I'm only watching stuff live. It was usually pay per PLEs anyway. Since we've given a lot of thoughts, I'm not going to ask for final thoughts. So I'll just wrap it up by saying, enjoy Royal Rumble. We'll be here next week to talk about it and about how wrong we were overall. How great I was. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) 
And when and and when you're right, Jared, people will say, "Oh, Josh piggybacked his coattails." Me, 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 me. But anyway, thank you once again for listening, downloading, and subscribing, and we will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode. You can subscribe to the Wrestling Brethren Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast fix to hear the latest discussion from the Wrestling Brethren. You can visit us at TWBpodcast.com for posts and episodes. Visit the mothership, if you will, at BehindTheSquaredCircle.com, home of the Behind the Squared Circle Podcast Network. Let us know your thoughts, questions, and comments at Twitter at TWBP Show, on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Behind the Squared Circle, and on Instagram at The Wrestling Brethren. You can follow Jared on Twitter at The Bacon Rev, and you can follow Josh at Southpaw Josh. Thank you again for listening, and we will talk to you again soon with more from The Wrestling Brethren. <laughs>